Welcome to the Introspection Banter Podcast. I'm Antoine. I'm Gabe. And today is Monday, February 28th. And we're going to talk about piracy. Ho ho. <laughs> Yo ho ho. I love wrong. Why did that word about to mean like pirating stuff, you know? I honestly I have no idea. Like I not sure. Like I know it has to maybe because they both involve stealing. But, well that's the thing, right? I assume it was just like a sort of like propaganda technique from like companies who didn't want their stuff to be copied because you're not actually stealing anything. You know? Because a yeah, pirate not... a pirate doesn't go on a ship and be like, I'm gonna make a copy of all this gold and leave. <laughs> you know? <laughs> he takes it. And I assume they just called it that so that they can, I guess, the, guess the negative connotation. Like, oh, they're stealing. You know? I, yeah, I will agree with that because as someone, if you're not knowledge in it, you might just think, oh, yeah, I'm just downloading this movie. Like, what's the, the harm, no foul? Mm. But piracy does give it more negative connotations. Like, oh, that's illegal. Pirates, they steal. Like, you're you're stealing from this multi-billion dollar company how, how could you? you how dare you <laughs> so i I, t- I take it you what i, I take it you pirate pirate a lot uh a lot no um back in the day yeah quite a bit uh all the movies um i believe we had a shared experience uh with an, a certain x-men movie <laughs> Oh, yeah, we did. Like, I think I brought it up when we were still living together I, with our other roommate, 2K. And I, str- I was just like, yeah, remember, I remember getting, like, a, before the movie came out, like, pirated version of Wolverine, X-Men Origins Wolverine. And it was, like, an unfinished copy of the movie. It was, like, yeah. CGI wasn't put in stuff. And then you mentioned, yeah, you had the same one. And then Kay said, yeah, I watched the exact same version of the film. <laughs> like, what, did everyone just get this one pirated version of the movie that, that was, like, a, not fully, like, edited? <laughs> Evidently, us three, we all watched the same pi- pirated X-Men movie. It was, it was a very bad movie. Watching it pirated probably made it better, I will say. Yeah. <laughs> probably uh i don't know it was uh it was fine until like they think like the final battle right like that was the one part of the film that wasn't like finished it was so much green screen effects and you could see the strings other than that the whole beginning i want to say like 60 minutes of the film was pretty natural besides a few scenes where they use cgi to like throw somebody against a wall or something like that. Instead of seeing the body, you'd see the gray uh, outline the of the body. Yeah, they yeah, had the they hadn't actually like finished making the model for it. Yeah, or the scene where like Saber Tooth like doesn't even, uh, his nails don't even grow. It just says "add nail growth here." I will say, like, as if you become accustomed, which I did become a little bit accustomed to watching pirated stuff growing up. Uh, you get used to like some of these movies. Like, it'll be someone filming it while at a theater, hmm. or it'll have Russian subtitles. It's all pretty common at a certain point. <laughs> yeah, like uh, my all my films growing up were pirated. Like my father only bought me pirated movies. He bought them. Yeah, you know how people. I don't know. Yeah, how I know. Like it's are. like get you go uh, to a guy and say, like, "Hey, I'll give you like five bucks, and I'll he'll give give you some movies." Yeah, in Puerto Rico, there still is a shop that I swear to God, what they do is make copies of DVDs and put labels on them. Because you go to the shop, uh, you walk in, there's a bunch of movies all over the movie boxes all over the place. Pick up whatever ones you want, take them to the counter. The guy goes in the back, comes out with like the DVDs in like uh, envelopes and they're clearly not like official ones. Okay. So I'm just like, yeah. And it's like six bucks, which is very cheap compared to like uh, however much film will cost you. 
I mean, yeah, twenty bucks for most movies. Oh, is it? I, I I don't even know because I've never. I don't think I've ever bought like an actual physical movie that wasn't pirated or wasn't on sale. Don't you own like a lot of H movies? I own like, a bunch of H movies, yeah, but it's just <laughs> like, uh, yeah, they're. I guess yeah, they're like twenty bucks around that <laughs> each one. I guess. Depends on the film, though. Yeah. I'll tell you, uh, so you, you mentioned you watched a lot of pirated films growing up. Uh, same with me. Um, it was actually one of my highlights was uh, around the holidays, like Christmas. And I've probably mentioned this before, is like, because I always loved it growing up. Was my dad would compile a bunch of like Christmas specials for shows like the Flintstones Christmas, Jetsons Christmas, He-Man's Christmas. And I'd come downstairs and I'd watch that like after like the Christmas parade or something. Your father pirates a lot like mine. <laughs> Bro, uh so much actually. Like he like he's so knowledgeable about pirating, but not not just pirating, but like he knows a lot about computers as well. Yeah. I uh I remember like the only I had a few like normal movies, like actual releases, but they were all like VHS. Yeah. So yeah, the only films I owned that were actually like official releases were like on VHS, like Deep Blue Sea, a bunch of VeggieTale movies. <laughs> okay. Mostly VeggieTale movies, honestly. I still own like that uh, Winnie the Pooh one that had like the three shorts compiled together. That Disney made for Winnie the Pooh or whatever. I'm not familiar, but I'll just say yes. My uh, ultimate favorite one being Jonah. Veggie Tales. Did you watch a lot of Veggie Tales growing up? Just wondering. Like, I feel like you probably did. Yeah, that's so essentially almost my whole childhood was watching Veggie Tales. I figured probably because like the religious uh, context oh, yeah. they have. Yeah. You know, the best part of it was like it was all in Spanish too. So like when I saw them in English, I was extremely confused for like the first time. I was like, "Do they dub this into English?" <laughs> I bet the voices probably throw you off too. Bruh, you have no idea. Yeah. Uh, watching dubbed and then watching subbed anime can get kind of annoying. Like I feel like if I start it in one, it's hard to finish it in the other. Like I gotta not, like I have to get used to a different voice. Yeah, it's really annoying, especially when like you start watching it dubbed. Yeah. But like you want and you want to finish it, but like it's not on any official platform, so you have to like resort to like going to like a pirating site, and they don't have yeah. Since the dub's not made yet, they only have the subs, and you're like, damn, it's weird. You uh, you reminded me of a good point. Um, why do we pirate? I mean, I don't pirate so, for legal reasons <laughs> yeah uh, yeah okay, uh, we don't pirate ignore everything we've said up until this point we don't actually pirate okay i think we got the legal disclaimer out there <laughs> uh <laughs> uh you know what it is yeah that, so you know why like streaming services became popular was because of convenience right yeah, it's like 12 bucks, and then you could have all the shows that you like. Well, like, back in the day, it wasn't even 12 bucks; It was cheaper, right? Yeah. The thing was, like, the convenience was great, because it was a bitch to, like, pirate back in the day, wasn't it? You either had to go to, like, Livewire or shit, and then it's, like, take long on your dial-up internet and whatnot. You, uh, yeah, you risked a lot of uh, viruses if you didn't uh -huh. know, like, what you were doing, depending on the sites you used. Uh, but as well... Uh, the content wasn't always that good. Like I've heard about like people downloading the wrong stuff. Like, yeah, I thought yeah. it was this film, but it turned out it was like some files for like the FBI. Yeah. So then streaming services came through and it was like, oh, this is great. But now nowadays streaming services themselves are like a bitch to navigate. And now also piracy is just like really easy. You just have to know what website to go to and be like, well, let me torrent this. You're good. I I honestly don't know how some services have made it this far when they have such bad user interface systems. 
I don't know how how like how cable has survived this far being such a shithole that it is. I don't know that one either. That that one is a I'm maybe because of major sporting events. But you can still pirate those too. Like it's very easy to pirate that. That's true. Uh, you know what's funny is like a lot of people who have cable is like oh it's bundled with the internet. So they force you to get like the cable so they can charge you extra for it. Yeah, yeah, I'm aware about that. Cable companies themselves are just like shit to begin with. Like they charge you for shit just because they can get away with it. They'll be like, we're giving you a discount of like 20 bucks this month. And then that, then they'll raise the bill by like $20. So that doesn't make a difference. Do you know anybody that has cable? I have cable that I don't use because of my mother watching like certain channels. Like she doesn't go on the piracy stuff. Okay. I don't like you. Maybe that's why cable's still around because old people are still around. <laughs> I mean, you're not entirely wrong. And you would think they would change, too. Like, oh, they realize they have, like, major competition now, like other services. But no, they, they've they doubled down on, like, how shitty they are. <laughs> I, I, I fear, like, streaming services are starting to become like that, too. A little bit. I mean, some of them already have ads, and they are jacking up the prices a lot. Yeah, which is, I, which, uh, to answer our earlier question, that's why people are going to uh, resort to piracy. Yeah, like it's it's proven like if there's if it's convenient, people will pay for that convenience. But if it's inconvenient, well, I'm just gonna start going back to like pirate. Same reason why people like to like pirate old ass games too. Yeah. Like, I like I think we I was talking about like my quest for finding a good copy of Kodoka. You like mentioned more, that, yeah. And how I ref- I do not want to pay four hundred bucks for that game. It's a it's a PlayStation One game. Yeah, it costs like a couple hundred dollars. So it's just like, what the fuck? I'm not. Yeah, yeah, that's reasonable. You got to pay that if you want to play it. No, it's, it's rare content now. Oh, no, fuck off! What I'm... are you gonna do? Something illegal? I am going to play the game on my on an emulator. Well, ha- all right. So how about like GTA? Uh, they like you say you want to play the originals, but maybe you couldn't play the originals because they um don't like they'd be too costly and you'd have to get out your old systems so you want to play that nowadays you could just get the remastered which they charge you like a triple a title price for <laughs> 60 bucks for like the trilogy and how good is the actual content though no it's not it's not worth 60 dollars. oh it's usually not like no, it's... the graphics aren't usually that much. I mean, if anything, sometimes all they do is maybe enhance the graphics a bit. Like now it's HD, and suddenly it deserves a remaster. All they sometimes all they do is add like an HD patch, which you can do on your own on an emulator, and then charge you like new, brand new game price. Like I understand it's three games packaged in one, but I, I, those three games packaged in one are not worth like sixty bucks because the graphics look slightly better. They're still shit. Do you think they should add more content like when they're remastering a game? So I would argue probably remastered games should be just that remaster shouldn't just be like repack like change the packaging of the game and change the disc format so it plays on like a different console. Yeah, that's basically all they do. They're just like, yeah, now it's on a different console. Uh it, now it's in HD. It's like what these HD graphics still look like shit, buddy. Oh, I you know like we're talking about remasters the nocturne remastered pissed me off they, were char- they charge you 50 dollars for it right the audio is still com uh compressed like you were listening to it on a ps2 the game itself they didn't really add anything if anything they actually took away dante from it and made him dlc which means you actually have to pay 60 dollars if you want the same experience you got back in the day on your ps2 and then the, they added voice acting. The only thing they really added to was voice acting. That one, at least, I, I mean, I'd definitely pitch in some money for voice acting. Uh, more remasters need to come with quality of life changes. They added a mercy mode to knock. That was mercy mode, voice yeah. acting. We also removed the character from the game and replaced him with a different one because different version of the game you're getting yeah so do you think it would have been 
more worth your money to i don't know maybe find like a free version online somehow maybe you know a guy maybe to download mods to maybe make the game run smoother at better uh it would have been better it would have been better for just to like copy the iso file put it on my computer add an hd patch add an uncompression patch and bam i would have had probably the same switch (laughs) the one i had on my switch maybe actually it would have been better because i didn't have to pay extra for dante or and i also could listen to the audio better i don't know something they know they can get away with it so they do it that's true it's not as bad as like releasing the same game every year and just updating like the roster like certain certain sports company does do you know about uh, what Nintendo did last? I think it was either last year or two years ago with Super Mario uh, Sunshine 64. And there was another. Oh, it's Super mm. Mario Galaxy, was it? Galaxy, yeah. Do you know about those three games? Yeah, it's the uh, All Stars bundle, whatever the fuck it is. Didn't they make that also like a limited thing, too? It was a limited thing. They wanted to make it. Like a dim- digital limited game, Which, in the same way to how games in real life, like physical games, are limited. There's only like a thousand, uh, like a hundred thousand copies or so. They wanted to do something like that, so they made it so you could only get it from like October to May of the next year. They did the same thing with the Fire Emblem 30th anniversary re uh, release of like the. Fire Emblem, Shadow, Shadow Dragon, and Blade of Light, or something. Like it, uh, it's you know what it reminds me of. Remember back in the day when Disney used to do like the uh, vault for their films, where like yeah, they're like classic. we're reopening the vault, and it it was shit. Like it it was really fucking annoying to like have to wait like every few years for a certain film to be on like physical media. And I think Nintendo's like, oh, that seems like a good marketing strategy. Let's do that. Nintendo is somewhat bad at their video game marketing strategies like i mean they they make amazing games and some of their strategies believe me they are great but they don't bring back a lot of their old games which just opens them up to people wanting to pirate them or making their own like fan-made content pseudo sequels and the funny thing is oh sorry go on i i don't uh, go go ahead i don't remember (laughs) <laughs> sorry uh i was gonna say and then they're also one of the who are like super anal about protecting their ip oh, and actually that's what i wanted to mention <laughs> like they'll rip your arm off because you shouldn't shouldn't like uh pirate this game right yeah and then he's like okay so then you're gonna release the game right so i can pay you for it he's like no i'm not but how dare you steal our game from 20 years ago that we're not selling anymore or making any money off at this oh, point. Oh, 100%. <laughs> it's like, you remember that uh, meme where, like, the kid, the poor kid from that one, like, poor country who, like, makes, like, his own fake Game Boy out of cardboard? And they're like, uh, CEO of Nintendo went down personally to give him a cease and desist letter. <laughs> I mean, it's a good joke, but, like, it does I, show... How far Nintendo? It's kind of joke only willing to go. It's it's funny because I'm pretty sure Nintendo would do something if they could. They probably uh, would. They probably would. Yeah. I mean, uh, the one on Soldier Boy was warranted. If, in case you guys didn't know, Soldier Boy was selling knockoff uh, Nintendo gaming systems. Fake system that had like he said it was like his console system that was totally legal. That you could buy and then you could play a bunch of old retro games on it. It was one of those shitty uh, Chinese, like, preloaded consoles that you can get. He was also charging a fuck ton for them. He was charging actual system prices. When you could get them for, like, what, like, 50 bucks, 20 bucks on Amazon? Yeah, if, I mean, if you want to talk about legitimately, if you just have a computer in a way to download ROMs, like, safely, then nothing. You don't got to pay anything. You don't even need a damn computer. Because that's all it was. It was it was just a system that could play ROMs. Yeah, I uh, I got my iPhone 
emulates the PS1 pretty good. I connect that shit to my TV all the time to just play like retro games that I refuse to pay $400 for. Yeah. Just uh, sync up your PS4 controller to it and bam, you got the PlayStation experience. I know if I want to play like Pokemon Blue or something like that right now. I don't know how much that costs. Probably like 40 bucks. <laughs> but uh, that would require me. 40? Huh? You think it would huh. cost more? 80? Huh. 40 bucks for Pokemon Blue? And don't make you, me laugh. Wait, do you think it's like 80? I'm pretty sure it's closer to 80. Okay. So I'd have to get the game, which by the way, I used to own this game at one point. <laughs> um, I'd have to find my Game Boy and Charger. Uh, not to mention the Game Boy, it was already like a, not the best console first time. I mean, it was good. It worked at what it did, but like I could either play that on my Game Boy with, you know, not the best audio, sound effects, all that. Or I could play it on my computer or any other system where the graphics could look way smoother than my Game Boy screen and audio would sound way better than my Game Boy speaker. Oh, uh, oh by the way, you are correct, actually. It's a little bit more than 40. Bingo. <laughs> it's like 50-ish. 50? All right. Yeah. But I do see some of them going up to 70, so. Yeah, no, like, you have to have one the game, and then you'll the console to play it. And here, let me tell you something. Consoles, as as much as people like to put on those rose-tinted goggles and talk about, yeah, the old consoles are great. They didn't break down like these modern ones. Things like that. They still break down. Like, every all these old retro consoles have shelf life, and we're really reaching, like, some of those shelf life. Like, they're damaging as we speak right now. What what about uh your PS4? Fucking PS4 is like on its it's like I've keep I'm on, it's on its last legs. I keep I'm the one propping it up at this. The other day it was shutting down completely every time I try to turn it on, fix it. I I did, but this, like I, there are certain games I can't run on it because it will it will just shut down. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Which is why right. which is why I want PS4 emulator. God. Back on to the discussion of shows and movies on streaming platforms. Mm -hmm. If you wanted to watch something, say you want to watch Serial Experiments Lane, pretty good anime. As far as I know, you can only find that on Funimation. Now, say you had a Crunchyroll subscription. Mm -hmm. Would you get a Funimation subscription just to watch Serial Experiments Lane? No. I watched Serial Experiments Lane originally like a jailbroken fire stick with streaming on like a piracy streaming app. Yeah. And I was happy for it. Tell you what, like it may, I liked it so much that I bought an official copy of it, like an official release from it and like Eastern release, but the last an official one. But would I pay for the Funimation? Another point is like piracy sometimes actually help things to get off the ground. Uh, What do you mean? Like, you, well, I would have I, I would have never watched Serial Experiments Lane on Funimation, but I watched it because it was I could pirate it. Oh, so out. like how you might sample an artist's songs, uh, like I don't know, maybe you would have downloaded an artist's songs illegally, but then you're like, I really like this artist. I'm gonna buy all his work. Buy all his work. I'm gonna buy his merch. Which, by the way, FYI, just so everyone knows. Artists don't make much off the music itself. It's mostly on the merch and tours, by the way. Yeah, I mean, that's part of why Kanye doesn't want to uh, put his music on Spotify anymore. Fuck. In case you didn't know about that. The Weeknd, I'm pretty sure, released almost all his like early albums for free, if I'm not mistaken. And yet he's a really popular and successful artist who makes a lot of money. Uh, I don't know if he still is, but at one point he was number one. Yeah. Uh, like the other thing too is like uh, buying stuff, because music itself, right? it's a it's a discussion, like a whole different discussion for like a different episode of the podcast. Yeah. But music on a digital medium, when you think about it, like what's the value of it, right? Because it's not like it's a physical thing. It's not like you can really like. What's the value of art? It's, not exactly what I was going for, but you get, you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> yeah, I know what you mean. 
it's not a tangible thing that I can assign a value to. It's also one song. I, I don't know how to sell one song. The other thing too is like how you can make infinite of it. You know, I, I don't. I don't know the price of any music really. I mean, I know what like Apple used to charge what like ninety nine cents or something. I think yeah, for individual songs. I mean, Pretty sure I, they still do. You can still buy stuff on platforms like that. Yeah. With music streaming services these days, I don't know how much any songs cost or an album. Like, do you know how much an album costs? Like, is that like something that's between ten and twenty? Is like that more? Like uh, digitally or physically? Let's go with physically. But if you also know digitally, I'd like to know. Don't know digitally. It depends on the artist and how like what's the release when it comes to physical media. Vinyl is a little more expensive because there's like a boom. In the vinyl market, yeah, um, CDs and stuff. I think Otto. I don't know if you've ever listened to her music. Otto was released like a CD, and I think it was only like twenty thousand yen. Could be wrong. That's about like t- less than twenty bucks, and that was just a CD. Um, Is it twenty thousand yen? Like two hundred bucks? Maybe it was two thousand yen. Maybe it was two thousand yen. I don't know. Either way, it depends on the artist, but that's probably where we're gonna make most of their money off those like physical DVD sales. Uh-huh. It's like a digital music streaming also doesn't pay them much to begin with. I know people like to put the blame on the streaming services, but like depending on the streaming service, they're not making. If they are making money, they're not making. I know Spotify for like the longest was in the red for like a good po- a couple years. They were losing money? They were losing money because uh, they weren't making much on ads and stuff. I think like it wasn't too long ago, maybe like a year or two ago, when they started to see like actual profit investment. Okay. Yeah, because uh, the amount of people who use it compared to how many people actually pay for it and the ads revenue does not say for like the discrepancy. You feel like... I don't know, what, what do you think should happen about like these old games and stuff that are getting pirated nowadays? I mean, I, 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 I will tell you up front that I have no qualms about pirating retro games. They're not for sale anymore, and the places that do sell them are selling them, uh, are like secondhand sellers. Neither, so not- neither do I. So do you think video game companies like Nintendo should have the right to tell people like or no to step in about this game piracy. Let me tell you something. I pay seven dollars a month. Yeah. For the Nintendo Online specifically just to play like their SNES S titles. Yeah. I'm fine I'm fine paying with that. Because of the convenience of just being able to load it up on my Switch. If they actually did that shit like regularly if Nintendo is going to come out and say, hey, we're going to do like another, uh, we're going to do a virtual console subscription, just a few dollars a month, and you have access to all these old ass retro games right on your like, console that you already own. I would probably sign up for that because I'm fine with like having the convenience of paying to like watch, uh, excuse me, to like play these old ass games. But because they're not doing that, and I, I doubt they'll ever do that, I'm going to go to like just pirating games off like the internet i would rather like pay for like the uh fake like, i think i totally like i sometimes burn like copy like my ps1 games just to like play them on my ps1 instead of using the f- actual game i mean i used to do the same thing with the dreamcast yeah it's like you, you one it pre- preserves the actual game from like, getting burnt from the laser but two it's just easier that way than paying like giving 300 dollars to some dude on the internet for oh, a copy of the game old ass game the Dreamcast, bro, that system was made for piracy. Yeah, you can like really like break into that, can't you? Uh, yeah. Like you can like play. I, I played Nintendo games on my Dreamcast before. Well, I, the best part about like piracy too is like you can get access to games that were never released on your side of the world. I've been playing like a uh, Tearing Saga. Yeah, and that was a Japanese exclusive game. Still is a Japanese exclusive game, and I. Got like a patched ROM of it, burnt it on a disc, and I was playing it the other day, and then nearly threw a controller against the wall. But uh, it is what it is. 
you saying that reminds me of a you know fantasy star online uh that game was i know it was released for dreamcast and it was a multiplayer internet game and the servers are down for it but you can still play it i, I don't remember how you can still play it but you can still yeah, play yeah. it um, private servers yeah it's like when wow classic was also played on a private server you play with uh danny for a while and then uh blizzard decided to like we'll release our own vanilla wow haven't people been moving away from that game yeah i heard they've been going towards final fantasy 14 mm-hmm. i mean i don't blame companies for pulling the plug on games because there's no profit in it but yeah going after people who just still want to relive the experience of that old ass game where you're not even going to see any money from it to begin with so dumb honestly they should hire these people to like fu- like work on stuff for them like pretty sure uh, that was sega's model i'm pretty sure yeah like, the uh the uh sonic actually mania? What was it yeah sonic mania it was a fan game at first because people really liked the genesis version of uh sonic so they made their own and sega had them make an actual game for it yeah Sega has the right idea. They do. I, that game was pretty successful, and a lot of people said, like, as for a Sonic game, because Sonic as a game it does pitiful. Actually, it's a it's a joke for the most part. But a lot of people really enjoyed Sonic Mania. Yeah. Speaking of retro games, you know, like sometimes, like the the fact that people copy games and like, keep them archived somewhere prevents these games from like disappearing altogether. You know? Yeah, I know what you mean. It's like uh, that Nintendo DS video I sent you uh, a couple weeks ago where the guy had one of the only copies of a McDonald's DS game to ever exist. And he found a way to upload the files to the internet so anyone could play them whenever they want. Other than that, the game was lost forever. Yeah. Pretty sure a version of Minecraft that was thought to be lost forever was recently rediscovered a couple months ago because someone apparently never updated it. <laughs> I know, I know, like DS store shutting down sometime this year, so a lot of games are going up in price because of it. Yeah, I mean, yeah, that's another thing with uh, services shutting down. Like the Wii Shop has been shut down for a little while now. Which, I, by the way, I did not think we were going to talk this much about video games in regards to piracy. But I mean, let's be honest. Do we pirate movies mostly or do we pirate video games? Most of the time? Yeah, mostly video games, if you're honest. And, like, the other thing, too, is movies. It's, like, one and done, quick, easy. Watch the movie. Don't really care. I don't even download the movie. I just stream it. But, yeah, that, too. So, like, compared to, like, I have copies of multiple retro games that I love playing. I mean, part of it is you don't really have to come back to a movie. Like, like once the movie's over, the movie's over. You can watch it again if you want, or you can just be done with it. A video game, you can spend hundreds of hours in it. Yeah, that is true. I, uh, it always, you always come back to it, find a new mod from the community, and you're like, oh, let me try this, and let me play it. And hey, you just got more hours of enjoyment out of it. Come back a few months later. Like, I haven't played this in a while. Play it again. There are a few movies where I'd say, like, I'm going to watch this movie over and over again. I love video games. Me too. I, I wonder, have there, have, other than like these old obscure ones, games, like retro games in general, have been going up in price. Part of it is like the COVID pandemic. People are revisiting old games and there's a new market again. Because it's just like some of it's just ridiculous. I mean, a little bit. Uh, I mean, as we were talking about earlier, like when the online shops for these systems go down and like there's no remastered or anything being made, then the only way to legally own that game is to get a physical copy from like eBay or something where people are going to sell it for couple hundred. what people want like uh like a thousand people want this game and it's originally like 20 bucks well if you've only got like one of 
the 40 copies known to exist sell it for like $800. Rule of rule of rose. You remember that game? I know about it. It's like an extremely rare horror game, I think. I think the problem was, well, I'm looking at the list right now. You're going to know how much a used copy, no no case, just the disc itself, like, you know, generic disc seat jewel case costs? $100. $479.90. Wait, this is, this is just the case? This is just the disc. Oh, this is just the disc. Oh, okay. With the case, you're looking at about $700. Wow. And if it's factory sealed, you're looking at maybe over 1000 Yeah, I know. Uh, Path of Radiance. I've seen ah. the booklet for that game. Just the booklet sell for like $200. The booklet is extremely rare. <laughs> I'd say even more so than the game to an extent. It's like, I, I don't get it. So, like, I don't want, like, as much as, like, that game looks interesting, it's like, I'm not going to pay, like, a chunk of my student loan just to, like, play it, you know? Yeah, and the other thing is, do you know how much of a pain of pain in the ass it is to, like, hook up your old system, find all your old shit just to play it? Yeah. Uh, I, I, you haven't seen like my new setup in my room, but I have like four different systems hooked up, five different systems hooked up to my TV. Six, actually, hold on. Yeah, six hooked up to my TV, and it's a bitch just to like change like HDMI and AV. Yeah, like the PS2 and GameCube. Unless you mod your system, you're gonna have to play that in the original uh, AV yeah. like settings, and yeah, hopefully your TV still has the support. Yeah, if they don't, you gotta pay for the adapter piece. So yeah, <laughs> it's this. It's just gonna be us bitching about the fact that we're so old that we when we want to play games from our time. <laughs> our Back team. in my day. Back in my day, we didn't have this overheat issue that you guys. No, nah, I used do. to blow in that cartridge, and exactly. it was good as new. Exactly. I just went. Oh, and bam. Wait, wait. I, so us on this topic, I remember like for PS2, this like in the PS2 era, you didn't have your own profile. Like your save file was just whatever one you clicked on. Like you and your whole family could be sharing a memory card with multiple save files. You just got to know which one's yours. That is true. And me and my cousin, I'm pretty sure we beat Kingdom Hearts on the same profile. Because we used to just swap data. It's like, oh, you beat that boss? It's like, yeah. It's like, oh, here, I beat this one. It's like, oh, okay. Let's, uh, here, I'll just overwrite yours. And it's like, all right. Remember, like, the coolest thing about, like, the GameCube back in the day that it had a handle? Yeah. So you could, like, just grab it and go to, your, like, your friend's house. It was so compact, too. It was a, it was yeah, a box. It was, it was perfect. It was great. Also, what happened? I swear to you, the GameCube controller is one of my favorite controllers. What the hell did Nintendo do? It's the reason why it's still being used to play Smash Bros. Bro. I know. And they were like, nah, we're going to let's get the Switch. And the Switch is definitely nice. It's a nice controller. It has a lot of its own issues. Joy-Con drift, for example. The Wii, the Wii had its face. Let's be honest here. The fucking Wii U. Ugh. Other than that, Xbox, also another favorite controller. Mm, I, I don't know how people used to play on the N64. I'm sorry. I literally have no idea. I, I tried to play 007 on it. Right, right into us. Tell, tell me, like, if you have a camera, I want you to send a little video of, like, a tutorial on how to use the N64 controller. I was trying to play 007 on it. Sorry. 007 on it. My fucking God. <laughs> But I have a fucking headache. I was testing out a system at my job, and I was trying to figure out like how the fuck do people play like shooting games on this shit? I, you, what do you mean I have to click the back trigger to actually shoot? Then aim manual, <laughs> aim with this loose ass stick. Uh, I was gonna kill myself. Have you? Uh, so I want to know. Have you heard of any games actually being better like once they're modded? Oh yeah! Like they don't don't play the original. No, you got to play the modded version. It's I'm so much better. Sure, I'm pretty sure it was a 007 game. Oh, Where's... oh, you saw that too. Like yeah. I heard, 007 is so much better if you play on keyboard. PC. Yeah, keyboard and mouse compared to like the controller. I was just like, damn, yeah, that makes. Sense. 
It's like they designed it for like keyboard and mouse without realizing. (laughs) Basically. Was that from a donkey video? Probably. (laughs) That's funny as hell. That game came out in what, the 90s? (laughs) It was before its time, really. Yeah, bro. Um, I know Dark Souls. I think that, like, some people like to mod that. I can't think of any other games. Skyrim. Uh, yeah, Skyrim, Vampires, Masquerade. You have to mod that game to play it. Like, the game's literally unplayable unless you, like, perform patches on it. Vampire? Yeah. I didn't know that. <laughs> yeah, the game at one point just becomes unplayable. I, I remember one time uh, seeing my friend play it, and literally, um, there's a scene where there's, like, a bunch of level where there's a bunch of lasers. And for some reason, the game fucked up. It did not spawn them as lasers. It spawned them as computer monitors. Oh, well then. So he just literally jumped on the monitors and walked past the level. It was great and dandy all until he got to a part where like the game fucked up again and spawned all the doorknobs as computer monitors and he couldn't open a single fucking door. Yeah, I see why that game uh, needs game to was fun. Game was yeah. fun, though. I hear it's very fun. I, I have looked at the Steam reviews for it, and I remember... One of them said that they sucked off like some character or something in a back alley and then killed them. And I was like, wow, you don't get this type of content in other games these days. Yeah. Hmm. What we're getting is don't feel bad about parodying. Yeah, honestly, if there is a point to this, I will say that is it. I'm not going to say pirates like the greatest thing. I'm not saying you should do it. I'm just saying that, uh, yeah, don't feel bad about it. And honestly, yeah, go ahead and do it. Yeah, go fuck those <laughs> tolls. I will never forgive Nintendo for canceling that, like, Melee fucking tournament job because they were using, they weren't playing on a fucking GameCube. Wait, they what? Were, Tell me about you, So there was, like, a tournament for, I think, Smash Bros. Melee. Yeah, they were using this. Uh, <gasps> oh, yeah, they were gonna play online because it was during COVID. And Nintendo was like, "How dare you not buy an old ass system?" There, there is literally no way to do the tournament. Yeah, how dare you not buy an old ass system that we don't sell anymore and aren't making any money off of? And meet during and COVID. buy a, <laughs> and buy a copy of the game that we are no longer selling and make no money off of, and put their lives of everyone at risk during a pandemic how fucking dare you i forgot about that uh i remember like the also like their own i remember like people talking also about how nintendo's official tournaments are also complete shit too yeah like the prizes aren't is an actual current money it's like nintendo currency and then apparently they weren't even actually giving them to people like, i think some teams reported that nintendo never gave them their uh eShop cards. Yeah. Oh, let me refer to that. Their eShop card because apparently it wasn't like $25 for each member. It was like $25 for the. No, that's a shit prize. That's a sh- fucking shit prize. Yeah. Especially Nintendo games. Pirate every single Nintendo. <laughs> for real. Yeah. I'm just waiting for the capabilities to pirate new, new games. I'm just ready for like when the emulation scene picks up for certain modern consoles. Yeah, that's that's I'll, like what I was thinking too. I'll say this: Nintendo consoles are so easy to emulate compared to like Xbox and oh, PlayStation. Oh, I'm not saying that it's very possible to turn your Xbox One into an emulator, but I'm just saying it only costs you like ten bucks. I'm saying this for educational purposes, by the yes, way. Yes, yes, this whole podcast is for educational. purposes. Because we do not officially uh, condone the uh, piracy, uh, illegal piracy of software from any corporation. Except Nintendo. Except Nintendo. <laughs> Fuck them. Specifically. Great, Anthony. We've gone 11 episodes and we're already going to get hit by a cease and desist order. <laughs> no, no. Isn't this episode 10? I, the- I don't fucking know. <laughs> I, I, okay, so I'm pretty sure this is episode 10, but I might be wrong because... Our Valentine's Day episode, the recording got fucked up. Yeah, it was like... so it never came out. Unreleasable. Yeah. It was a good conversation, too. I'm pissed. Yeah, I've talked about us remaking it, but eh, who knows about that. At this point, nah. Yeah. 
Um, I mean, do we have anything else to talk about piracy? I mean, I guess you could pirate software, but it's like, man, like, honestly, I'm, I'm mostly interested in the video game debate, debate of, you know, video games and pirating them because there is a lot of levels to that. There is, but uh, the other time thing is like, it's also not illegal to play on an emulator. Oh, emulating emulators. I like to think of it like a bong. It's not illegal to own a bong, not illegal to sell a bong, buy a bong. What you use it for, that's illegal. Yeah. Technically, it's illegal to grab games off the, like, ROMs and stuff from the internet. I, uh, BIOS files for, like, PS2 emulator and things like that. Yeah. But it's not illegal to, like, make copies of your game, like, of a game you own, as long as you're not distributing it. It's not illegal I mean, to dump your BIOS PS2 your BIOS file from your PS2 and put it on your PS2 emulator on your computer. Yeah, if you own it, right? Yeah, because you own it and you're not distributing it. Yeah, no, I, I know about that. I've heard that rule. Makes me think how I own Bullrat, a pirated ver like I I accidentally bought a pirated version of Bullrat. Uh, I'm keep it. Yeah, it's, it's it is what it is. Yeah. <laughs> It is, yeah, it is what it is. These what point. it is, man. Bro, you got me, like, now I... This whole conversation's got me, like, wanting to, like, turn on my Xbox 360 and play some, like, <laughs> fucking wet or something. Well, I mean, your choice. <laughs> I don't know what I'm gonna do after this. I'm gonna, like, fish out the cables and, like, hard Oh, yo, no, after this, bro, I'm gonna get my Dreamcast out. I'm gonna play some Sega Bass Pro Fishing with the original fishing controller. Oh, bruh. Hold on, I'll be over there in a quick second. End the recording. (laughs) It's like, all right, guys, sorry. (laughs) Something just came up. Some fish came up. Bro. I don't don't know why. Fishing games, bro, that's like my my passion. Top. I... I told you what my top five tagged Steam according to the uh, company, right? Yes, you did. <laughs> it was like adult content, fighting, nudity, fishing. <laughs> Waiting for that uh, fish, fishing visual novel dating sim. Yeah. <laughs> or the uh, horror dating sim visual novel with fishing mechanics. Oh, bro, you gotta fish the monsters up. Bro, I, I want to see more horror JRPGs. Also, more fishing mechanics in video games. Bro, J- hard JRPG where you gotta fight deep ones by fishing them. <laughs> I feel like these are, like, great ideas. It's free, guys. Yes. We're not selling these. Go ahead. Hell, when our game comes out, pirate it. Just for the demo. Play as much as you want. Give us the money. Oh, before we close off, there was one company that I think I think they did a great job. Where what? it was, it was that they released their game, no DRM or whatever. You could pirate it so easily, but mo- they had their own modding community. Yeah, and the way to access it was to input your product key. Oh, and that I is thought funny. that was. That is no, I thought that was a great idea because you have people now who could they pirate the game, play it, think I really like this game, I would love to see the community for it. I'm gonna actually buy it officially just so we just so I can enjoy like full game and give money to the developers. Similar to how like Danny pirated Kingsmaker not too long ago, was playing it, really fucking loved it, bought it, bought me a copy. So I could play it, and I fucking love it. And just because he pirated that game, the company now has like two sales, you know? Yeah, that actually is probably one of the most genius ideas I've seen to not only prevent piracy, but also to make money kind of off of it. Yeah. I think what most companies don't realize is if you work with your community or fan base or customer base or whatever, they're also willing to work with you. Yeah. Also, uh, kind of reminds me of game jolt. How you can there's some games you can get on there that are just completely based off what you can pay. Like if yeah. you can offer a dollar, then that's how much the game costs. If you can, if you can't offer anything, then it's free. One, it was great traveling the seven seas in search of that pirated booty of the, <sighs> of retro gaming. Yes, 
that we've just navigated. I think we might have actually dated ourselves a bit. Probably. (laughs) People are going to look back on this like, oh, look, the Zoom, like the Zoomer generation. Like like old ass consoles. We'll be in a fucking, we'll be in a uh example of like something that's in a textbook in the future or like oh we're gonna listen to a podcast from the 2020s on like two are we zoomers i can't remember we i think we're technically zoomers i think but we're (laughs) like that weird in between gap yeah we're like millennials but not quite it's like and we're not quite like the other zoomers all right class we're gonna listen to this zoomer discussion on the 90s and early 2000s Oh boy! Oh man! Uh, I don't think well, we got anything else, right? Nah, we're good. Yeah. Um, piracy. That's uh, that's your own like thing. You, if you want to say it's bad, that's your own choice. Well, me and Gabe are just uh playing advocates. Yeah, I'm gonna. Speaking of piracy, I got a few games. I really. <laughs> Yo, speaking speaking of piracy. Speaking of fishing. Speaking of fishing. Yeah. All right, guys. Thanks for listening to the Introspection and Banter podcast. You can check us out on Instagram, intro.banter. Hit us up on our Gmail, intro.banter at gmail.com. We're on YouTube. We're on every platform. So tell your friends about us. They don't got Spotify. Check out any of those other platforms. If you want, pirate us. Go ahead. (laughs) Hell yeah. Just, just make sure you find a way to send us money. Like, like e- email us. Like, hey, I want to, I want to get this money to you. If you want to just send an envelope, for a single dollar, we'll take that as, actually, as well. Actually, no, I think about it. Like, we could be making money off sponsors, even if we are pirating. Like that legitimately. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm getting off, off topic. Uh, thanks for uh, listening. I've been Ant, uh, Anthony. I've been Gabe. Have a good night. <laughs>